All right. Well, welcome to the Raven Crew Show. And we lost Anne, so Jeff, you are taking over. Okay, excuse me. Welcome to one of the amazing, talented musicians, which I hopefully go to LA, which I would play my ticket. Here's Anne's question for you. She asked me this question. How old were you when you first started playing a, an instrument? And what instruments do you play besides the piano? <laughs> Anne was wonky. Here, actually, it here, the, internet, the internet is wonky. <laughs> well, I started, started studying music when I was around, I guess, six or seven. And the first instrument I played was cello. And um, then I went to guitar. And then my father was a bassist and I studied, I played bass in the house because if you look in the background, that's my father's bass right there. So oh, that cool. was, um, that's kind of how that started. And I also, you know, picked up a little bit of piano during, as you can see right here and all that stuff. Okay. Now I got you. Shout out there, there she is. And tell Tell Philip what you play, and you ask your question. I play piano. Uh huh. And what else? Do you play like pianos too? I play I a little piano. I I've, I've played it for a number of years. I need to take lessons, but I've I've played it along the ways. That's the piano. I teach you. Yeah. I teach you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you play piano. Do you play guitar too? Say that again. Guitar. You play guitar. Yes. Maybe he can get a sample another time. Yes. I'll, I'll, there's a cool video of him. Yeah, we leave. <laughs> okay, you play piano. You do like singing? Yes, I do sing as well. What part singing? What part of singing? Yeah. Whatever part you want me to sing. <laughs> Give me the lyrics. <laughs> and Philip used to sing this really cool song called Red Skies uh, at Night. Yeah, well, yeah. I did find a recording of that on YouTube. Then I could, you think, is there a recording somewhere? Is there a recording hanging around on YouTube? Uh, not, I, that's none of that stuff has been put, uh, put out because that was such a long time ago. Most of okay. your parents weren't even dating at that time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Was that in the band of Flash? Yes, that's right. From the Stone Age, Flash. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Here was the next Flash. Uh, what was uh, your first ever gig? The first ever gig that you were with him? What was the first ever band? That you my were first ever gig was okay. I was in sixth grade and okay. I joined a band called the Soul Explosions. <laughs> wow yeah exactly and we played at a uh, junior high school fashion show for let's say a couple hundred people and from okay. that moment on i was hooked i couldn't i loved it ever since then and then flash and with berlin and hey well, flash is where i met gina and that's you oh, know wow. who, I owe, who i owe so much to you guys will never understand how much i owe to gina what, 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 about, what about the contest with him and the contest the rhythm section contest yes well, that was um with a guy named mike mangini who is now playing with dream theater he was yes. also in extreme and annihilator and a bunch of he's a, a very talented uh, musician and drummer and him and i won the um rhythm section final back in boston 
um in the 80s wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i play piano too um i play like disney um lion king or like memory cat i play memory too i play memories or so, you, you, you know, so. musicals, right, Anne? Like yeah. from oh, that's great. Yeah, and Frozen too. I love Frozen. Frozen and um, yeah, those are those are all great movies, and those are all great. That's all really great music. Yes. Yeah. So we get question. Yeah. Right. So Ben has his question now. Okay. Ben is number three. 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 Okay. Any problem? Yeah, I have them. What's the question? Yeah, problem. Where did you go to school? Oh, I know the answer. Berkeley. Which That's correct. Going. I went to Berkeley College of Music. With Quincy Jones. I'm going to be going there. I'm going to be going to Berkeley. <laughs> I don't know that. Well, Quincy may have gone there, but I, I didn't go when he went. He's a little bit older than me. He's much older. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, okay, that's... Jeff, are you saying Philip is old? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, not saying he's young either. So. <laughs> is that in Boston or is that in New York? Pardon me? Yeah. Wait, Boston's in, Berkeley's in California, right? No, oh, Ber well, there is a Berkeley in California, but that's not where the college is. The Berkeley School of Music is in Boston. Wow. Yes. Okay. I'll teach that too. Maybe we can look it up online. we can look it up online we're gonna get back to our questions so jeff has yep. the next question so go ahead and we're all going to be nice and quiet here's here's the most important question that we wanted how did your parents support you when you were growing up with how did the parents support you when, they were, when you were growing up learning how to play the bass or the cello how did your mom and dad because they were both in the boston symphony which I'm going to be up in New Jersey to get to see, I get to try to go to Tanglewood. Hopefully next year, I'll take Ben and Ann to see Tanglewood. So we well, can I will say this to you, Tanglewood's a really great experience. My, my father would go to that and all that. So, but that's actually a really great question about support from my family. I was, um, I was really lucky in that sense that um, my parents supported me. They didn't use my, my music as a, a punishment in the sense that if I did something bad, I had a lot of friends who, when they would do something bad, they'd have their instrument taken away or they weren't allowed to play with their friends. My parents always encouraged me to play, and um, I even would play with them because they, they both played. I played duets with my father until he passed, and my mother played cello until, well, I guess maybe a few years after I was born, and I, I, then I'd fly, I went to cello because I had her cello. So... Wow. Um, their support for me as a musician was, um, you know, they went above and beyond. I lived at home too long, as Gina can attest. <laughs> but they never, uh, they never batted an eye and never thought that it was a bad idea. Never told me to, you know, go get a real job. So I really appreciated that from them. Okay, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. Here's the next question for you: Who did you listen to as a child growing up besides mom and dad? Who did, excuse me, excuse me, who who did, did I listen to? Well, it was a really great record called Bronte the Dinosaur that I really was into. <laughs> um, we definitely love that dinosaur. Well, back now you got to remember that back when I was a, a, a young man, there was only it was only one radio. There was no YouTube or 
Pandora's right. box or all those things that, that we have today at our ex at our you know at our access to just listen to whatever we wanted to. So I listened to my my father's records. I listened to my sister's records because until I got old enough that I could actually com command my own what I wanted, I'd listen to what they wanted to listen to. So I listened to you know all the Motown stuff. I listened to a lot of symphony stuff, and I listened to a lot of jazz just because that's what was on the radio when I was at home. Yes, yes. Gonna be happy fiftieth anniversary tomorrow. I'm gonna be actually going. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Here we, here is the next question. I, I I think Gina may know the answer to this one. Who oh who is was your favorite person to jam or to play with? And I think Gina knows the answer to this one. Well, let's, well, let's hear Gina's something. answer, please. Who was my favorite person would, to jam with, Gina? Or to play um, with? Um, I I would say Frankie Amarino, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who is that? Who is Frankie Marino? Who is that? I don't well, know that Frankie name. Marino was the lead singer in the group Flash, and um, really great singer. Someone that we that a lot of us took for granted because in that band we would play, you know, six nights a week, seven nights a week. Sometimes we'd play fifteen or sixteen nights in a row, and he would get up and sing the whole night all the way through, and it was not a problem. And I we just took it for granted that every singer was like that. Since then, I've worked with many singers and. For them to have that kind of stamina is very rare and very far between. Now, the person I enjoy jamming with the most, well, obviously, the first question, first person I'd say is my dad, obviously. Everybody, you know, anytime you have an opportunity to do something yeah. with one of your parents, I, I think it's a pretty special thing. <clears throat> but doing music as a profession, I always get asked, you know, what's your favorite music? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? And for me, the joy is just actually taking the instrument and playing it. So I'll play with a metal band. I'll play with a, um, a band that plays mostly um, Hasidic music. I'll play in a country band. I'll play whatever it is. As long as it's good music and it's good people, it's a great time. Like Steve Vai, for example. Yeah, like, uh, like that Steve Vai guy with the guitar. Yeah. She's <laughs> pretty good. Excuse <laughs> me. I think, I don't know, Steve, here's the next question. What was the most interesting thing that happened to you when you, you need, we need to be a poet. What was the most interesting thing that happened at a concert when you were playing? We need to keep it PG level. What was the most interesting thing that somebody did to you? Ah, well, then that, that narrows it down to, you know, to just a few stories. <laughs> craziest thing that ever happened to you while you were playing? Okay, you were the playing? craziest thing I will, um, so this is a story that happened, excuse me, in Australia. We were playing a concert at, um, I believe it was even Melbourne. We were playing in this venue that was maybe, I think it was, you know, capacity was around 800 or 1,000 people. And it was their summer, which is our winter, because their seasons are opposite ours. I didn't so know that. It was a very hot night. It was, you know, 90s, a lot of humidity, high 90s. And nobody told us, but before we went on, the AC in the club went out. <laughs> So you can imagine it's a, a packed house full of people. Everybody's standing shoulder to shoulder. We're playing under the lights and it's the temperature's going up and up and up. And um, we're playing. And as, as we're playing, I start seeing people do this. Just <laughs> <laughs> people started, you know, just passing up. We had to kind of take them out. And that was the only time. Well, that's the only time I played on stage without a shirt on purpose. Now, it's happened many times with on accident, but. All we had on was our guitars and our pants. It was that hard. <laughs> that a little wow. too far over the PG line. What about in the U.S.? What about in the U.S.? What was the crazy in the U.S.? Um, ever happened to a fan? The funniest thing ever happened in the U.S.? Okay. Well, I'll tell you a story that I, I rarely tell people. Um, oh. 
when we were doing there's a there's a concert video called G3, which is by which was Steve Vai, Joe Satriani, and Eric Johnson, and sometimes it was um, yeah, Kenny Wayne Shepherd or Adrian Lay. There were a bunch of people that have done that thing. The first one of that show, I could watch first one of that at that tour. We were in Texas, and every band would get introduced, and then you'd run out on stage and you know do your show. Right. So we were in the dressing room, kind of, you know, kind of joking around and didn't and lost track of the time. And the intro, intro tape went off. And so it's like, oh, we got to hustle to get to the stage. So the stage is black. And I ran out and somehow got my leg trapped, tripped under one of the wires and all. And I ran across the stage. So all you hear is just this 230 pound guy land on the stage because <laughs> it was hey. dark. I mean, I, I got right. up, I hadn't cut myself or anything. And we played the show, so there you go. So there's some trivia. Anybody that was at that show now knows what that earthquake was that happened before the show. <laughs> that was your final tap moment, huh? At least that, you that was it. Stage. Ran out and took, if, a, if, took a header if, on the stage. Has to watch or something. Ask me, ask me. If I actually Google, if I actually YouTube you G3, can I maybe watch like some of these like amazing performances with you and with Billy Sheen and with yeah. I don't know. Billy Idol, maybe I don't know, maybe I may be on stage. I don't know. All right, excuse me. Here's the next question that Jesus, because everybody's wondering, where was your where's your favorite place that you like to travel in the US and, and without the US? Well, I mean in the US it's obviously gonna be somewhere where you guys are. Well, <laughs> yay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So favorite hey. place in you know, I really love I really love this country. I'm glad to live here. So there's not really a bad spot in the country. I mean, there are places where it's, it's not nice to be, but it's, everything seems to be great in this country. Yeah. I'd say my two favorite places to go where number one would be, I really enjoy Japan because it makes me feel very tall when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I really, I really like Japan. I like the culture. I like the people. It's a really great place to go and, you know, visit and, and be part of that culture. Another great place to go again is Australia for me because it's really interesting to go to a place and be be the foreigner and you kind of mm -hmm. think that you're speaking English. You're, you know, no, I'm from right. here. You know, it's it's one of those weird things where you go someplace and you think, oh, all these people are from Australia. They're all foreigners. No, you're in their hometown. So but again, I mean, the people of Australia are, are really nice to us. And most of the countries we've been to, I mean, China's but China was great. Um, parts of the thing about Russia and Ukraine, we have this whole stigma that was given to us that the Russians are bad and that this is bad. But then you go there and you meet the people and they're just like you and I, just really great people. So what about you? No, hold on, Jeff. I just wanted to point out to Philip that David, our newest core member, is yeah. from Ukraine. He's uh -huh. Ukrainian. Yep. Well, hey, the, um, He's a super cool dude. Yes, yeah, see this poster back here? Yes. That's all in Ukrainian. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, in the, so now here you and I have a connection because there's yeah. a company in the Ukraine that's making the Philip Bino base. Wow. After 300 years, they're finally making yeah. me a base. Get me a different camp together. What about you? Excuse me. 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 Coming to North Carolina, is there gonna be a US tour that we need to look out for that maybe we could all get tickets? Hey, say, hey, we the party, we like the party animals, like say, hey, come oh, on. Yeah, yeah. Peace, okay, like, well, I, I can say yes to half of that. There is going to be a US tour in 2022, yes. and we'll be coming through the US two times. Yes, 
So I would imagine that yeah. uh, North okay, Carolina so, yeah. is either going to be in the first block or in the second block. So when that comes up and we come to North Carolina, you and Gina, I don't know, maybe I may be able to get Anne. I can't get all six of you, but maybe I'll try and get, you know, three or four of you in there. So it's coming to the show. Yes. Okay. So here's the That's next fair. question. Here's the next Speaking of music, which country has the best fans? I don't know why. Fans. Wow. <sighs> There's no, you know, <laughs> how can I do it without insulting all the other fans? I would say that the best, the best fans are in, how about, can I just say the planet? Is that all right? Can we just yes. say planet by planet? By planet? <laughs> Cause I mean, the fans on Mars are very, they're, they're really not, they don't really pay attention. <laughs> but the ones on this planet seem to, you know, pay attention. Here's the most important question I was wondering. What does a studio musician do for a living? Wow, that's fun. a really good question. I'm going to go find one and ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the funniest interview ever. Okay, well, as a studio musician, so I, I can give you a little history lesson about it. In, okay. in the earlier days, studio musicians were, it was just like a regular job. You'd go to a studio, you'd sit it, you'd have your, your space that you'd sit in and, <clears throat> excuse me, songwriters or publishers or, or whatever, they'd come in with their songs and say, we want to record this song. They'd give you the music, you'd play it down and, and then that would be it. And at the end of the week, you'd have recorded a whole bunch of songs and that would go on. So now for me, in this day and age, I do a lot of that stuff over the internet. So artists will send me music to learn. I'll record it here in my studio, then send it back to them, and then they pay me for it. So it's a, it's kind of the same thing. I'm just at home as opposed to being in a in the studio that you know, be a name studio. Okay, okay. Excuse me. G this is a question that Gina is one of my most. Excuse me. Excuse me. Do you still uh -huh. talk? Excuse me. Do you still talk to and play music with your old friends like Big Berlin and Flash? I don't know why Gina is wondering that question. So I don't know, maybe maybe I can talk all about you. I mean, it's always like being in the bean town, as yeah. they. Say. Well, um, you know, I'm a sentimental guy, so I will. I don't talk to them every day, but I like to reach out to people every once in a while. I mean, I, a matter of fact, Gina will remember this. I spoke with um, Frank Sasha a couple of weeks ago, and I spoke with Michael Cabianco a week ago. Oh, and uh, two months ago, I spoke with Becky. And uh, I called Frank Emerino on his birthday, you know, so and then Rick Berlin, you know, maybe once a year. It, it's always just it for me because I'm a, I love to talk on the phone. Most people don't like to talk on the phone anymore. They just like to text. So I'm happy to pick up the phone and reach out to somebody just to kind of say hi. Oh, would that be challenging to get Frank one of those guys? Would they have, I don't know, would that be challenging to reach out to one of them and say, hey, we may hey. like, I like, you know, reach out to them. Wait, wait. Say that oh again. yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to Frankie, Sasha, or um, Frankie and Marino, and and see if they want to be interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that Sasha would. I don't know if you get Frank on the phone, but <laughs> I don't know, Frank. All right. um, about that. Where are we going, Anne? My... What's going on? How about you? <laughs> Anne, are you taking us on a tour of your? Oh, are you showing? Yeah, I, have a piano. I got piano from here. I'm showing oh. you. You want to show Philip your piano? Okay. We need to get to the next. That's... I got you. I'm going to show him about maybe. Gina, is that a case before I get to the next two questions? Okay. Yeah, we, we're gonna. We have. 
we have five minutes left, so we have to get all that in in the next five minutes. So, yep. Oh, is she going to play? Oh, is that okay, Gina? Okay, sweetie. I'm ready. Make it quick, sweetie. Okay. <laughs> Ian is very talented. Everyone here is. Good, sweetie. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get to our question. Let's let him play. Very good, Anne. Thank you for that. So, what's the next question? Here's the next question. All right. Here's our interview. Go ahead. Here's the next question. What is your favorite yoga pose and why is it important to do yoga? We all do. My favorite yoga pose. That's the one where you lay down on your back and go to sleep. When I really get that one good. Um, well, there's a, uh, geez, there's one called, I think it's. Uh, whatever it's called. Whatever it's called. It's the one where you clothes. bend your thing and you do that, all that stuff. But yoga is important because it keeps, I mean, most of you guys are in your 20s and 30s. I mean, except for Gina, she's in her. <laughs> Who had a birthday? Oh, wow. <laughs> I had a birthday yesterday. You have yesterday. to sing that one at the end. But yoga is important because oh, it makes you move all of your body ready. parts and get your breathing going. And um, it's just a great exercise for for the whole body. That's why I like it. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to David. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay. What you got, Cook? Yeah. Um, what was your favorite TV show as a kid and now? I'm wondering what you're going to say. Yep. Well, all my answers are always long. I love TV. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my favorite kids my favorite show growing up as a kid wow there was so many i mean i loved courtship of eddie's father i loved room 222 um i loved elf i loved fresh prince oh i love this thing 
jeez, oh, Transformers. <laughs> but now, I, because of Netflix, I've watched I've watched so much TV. I don't even want to tell you, but um, a lot of the shows I really enjoyed were like Ozark, which none of you, none of you have watched and shouldn't. Oh, I watch Ozark. <laughs> I love oh, thank God. Um, a lot of the dramas on, on Netflix and on Amazon Prime are really great. I watched a show called Fleabag, which I thought was very funny. Um, oh, wow. A show called Rake. Gene, I think you'd actually enjoy Rake. It's an Australian um, attorney who's just... Just imagine um, Jennifer Wynn as a guy with a drinking problem. And <laughs> that's, just, that's just for Gina and I. I'm sorry, you guys. But, <laughs> because Jennifer Wynn had a drinking problem in them. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, I got off topic. I, I do, but I tell, I'll tell you, David, I do love TV. It's so funny yeah. when you go on the road, you know, the first thing I do, I go in the hotel room, turn on the TV and start watching TV. So. If it's me, yeah. if it's me, 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 would you maybe want to play something out? I don't know, would you want to maybe play a little something for this girl who had a big birthday? Would you want to maybe just do like a little Steve? You want to, Let's I don't know, see if Oh, Gina. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's a show for me because I'm back already. Oh, oh it's the, the same guy. Yeah, she's a show for me. I'm back already. Love that guitar. Oh, oh. Yeah, she's a show for me. I'm back already. Go for it. I'm ready. She's a show for me. Yeah, yeah good ass. Honest. It's for you guys. Thank you guys. Yeah. It's Gina's birthday. <laughs> and then we're about to dust. <laughs> what is Queen? Wicked funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I did. We stored there um, but when the uh, the war in Ukraine and Russia started. Wow. We happened to have been in the middle of a Russia tour. And we had, um, so he did a number of dates. We did about 10 shows in Russia. And then we did three or four shows in Ukraine. Wow. And the crew that we were carrying, this is an interesting story. The crew that we were carrying was all Ukrainian gentlemen. We had four guys on our crew because we didn't bring our own guys because it was yeah. too expensive. So we right. had four guys from Ukraine as our crew. We did the Russia shows. It was fine. When we went to Ukraine, they couldn't go because if they went, the Ukraine government would have kept them there to put them in the army. Yeah. Soldiers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was born in a little village called Veliki Vest out of Chinega. And I was adopted, by the way. And what oh. interests me is I want to go with a friend and learn more history about it. Like, I don't, I never spoke Ukrainian, but oh, my really? sister, my sister Tanya, she speaks Russian mostly, and her husband Maxine speaks Ukrainian. So I was like, how is Russian, you know, Russian and Ukrainian are similar, but I'm like, wow, I didn't even know my sister spoke Russian. So it's so, it's so cool that, you know, we're both 
together, but um, my mom's side is Russian. My dad's side is um, Ukrainian, but my parents were both from Ukraine. So I think the next time that Philip tours um, that area, he'll have to shove you in his suitcase. And then yeah, I agree. I'll get a yeah, really I mean, big suitcase, babe. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely anyway, want to go with you. We're going to wrap this up. All so right. Yes, we're we'll good already. To thank our guest. Thank, thank you. Thank you. We get to the next interview. 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 We get to the because I know stuff that nobody knows about Gina. She's Italian. She's a stunt double. She hangs out with Phil. She hangs out. She's all the way around the world. I have Gina stories if you want to hear some Gina no! stories. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Dr. Marlon Ben on the phone.